Hello, hello, and welcome back, gorgeous humans. So today I'm giving you a little bit of behind the scene-ish, a little behind the scenes magic, and sharing with you guys a clip from a transmission I did in a private community called Feminine Codes. And this conversation is all about unlocking the certain feminine codes that need to be unlocked to deepen into your next level of leadership, expression, and really to come home to the sacred feminine. So I know you all are in for a treat today. Listen in, let me know what you receive, and we are about to go deep. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome back to the Shadow Priestess Embodied. I'm your host, Kaylin Rakowski, and thank you for joining me today for another deep dive and exploration into your inner world, into your body, the shadow realms, where we will begin to explore some of these esoteric principles and really begin to drop them down into modern day application and embodiment. This is a sacred place where you can begin to truly meet yourself, meet your medicine, and to meet your magic. This is a place of remembrance. Take a deep breath and let's begin. And if you're in this room today, I'm going to trust that you're here because you are being called to embody a deeper level of feminine leadership, that you are one of the few that are hearing the call and are really ready to reclaim your feminine essence. And Right now, more than ever, like we are seeing a rise in the feminine, this resurrection and reclamation of our feminine essence, our power and leadership. And we're seeing this massive feminine revival like we've never seen before, right? Which is amazing. But what I'm noticing is there is a lot of distortion around this. There's a lot of shadow around the feminine. And for women to truly rise in the full capacity and potency of their leadership, it's going to take a complete recalibration to the authentic, sacred, feminine expression, okay? Because truthfully, I'm seeing a lot of people who are claiming to be feminine leaders, who are really just walking around swinging energetic dicks and calling themselves feminine, okay? Like somebody had to say it. But for us women to really embody and co-create this new reality and experience of power, we have to be willing to let go of so many things that we are taught about business, about leadership, about what it means to be powerful. So today I'm going to invite you all into a new paradigm where we let go of trying to disguise toxic masculine leadership and constructs with dresses and really begin to lean in and embody what it means to be feminine, where we reclaim our gifts, our femininity, and just completely create a new reality in a whole new way, okay? Because if we are not willing to let go of these masculine patterns and we continue to be pegged against our fellow women where we're in competition, where we're in comparison, where we're in this element of control, 
we're going to miss the magic of what it means to be feminine and to lead in a feminine way. Okay. So today I'm going to dive into some of these feminine codes, at least the three major ones that I see on a collective level that need to be unlocked for you to really step into your true feminine leadership, for you to get off of this hamster wheel of burnout, control, hustling, sameness, and really begin to just own the magic and the majesty that is you, the uniqueness that only you can bring, and the power that exists when you come home to the true foundation of the feminine. So let's dive in, you guys. The first code that I really want to talk about is the good girl. And I'm not going to go super deep into the root of this wound. I have resources for you if this is something completely new to you and you've never heard of this before. But what I really want to say is that on a massive collective, just like spectrum, I see so many feminine leaders operating still from this good girl identity. And when I'm saying good girl, I'm meaning this part of you that shows up in this heavy people pleaser energy, where you are essentially the yes women who you have swampy boundaries, you don't want to say no, you're over giving, you're over delivering, because you believe that in order to be valuable, that you have to sacrifice yourself, right? That your value is contingent on what you do for somebody or what you're producing. Can any of you relate to this feeling? Okay. And it's almost like we take on this heavy martyr role where we constantly feel like we have to put our families first, our partners first, our kids, our clients, the money, like whatever it is, everybody's needs come before your own. You always come last. And it's this energy that you're so desiring to be liked. You're so desiring to be accepted that you literally aren't being authentic or true to who you are or what you need. Okay. And I'm starting here today because this is probably the biggest energetic leak that you will have in your business or in your feminine leadership. If you're so busy trying to be likable, if you're so busy trying to be the good girl, if you're so busy trying to be what everybody else wants you to be, then you're never going to tap into the full capacity or power of who you truly are or what you honestly even have access to. So my first invitation for you, the first code that we have to unlock is leaving this good girl part of you behind. This part of you that so badly wants to be good. This part of you that so badly wants to be right. This part of you that so badly wants to be digestible to everyone around you and really begin to embody what I call like the bad bitch or the savage sovereign where you're owning your power, where you say no, where you put yourself first. Like I play with this idea with my clients called spiritual selfishness. And it's where you actually begin to set boundaries. And these boundaries are set to protect your peace, to protect your energy. And when you start honoring and moving what is in the highest alignment for you, 
And I'm going to guess that you all have a million reasons why you can't do this, right? Because you're a mom, because you're blank, right? Like we all have a story about why we've embodied this good girl identity. And I know what I'm going to say sounds simple, but I guarantee you right now, if you were, if you were to really like look at yourself, if you were really to look at your life about how much of your day you spend in the shoulds, you spend in the have tos, where you're overgiving, over delivering in this people pleaser, where you constantly are saying yes, when you want to say no, I can't say that one enough. Like where in your life are you constantly saying yes, where you want to say no. And I want you to understand that every time that you do this, Every time that you say yes, when it's really a no in the body, you have less power and less energy to direct towards your goals and the things that you truly care about and the things that you truly want to manifest to create, right? It's like, no wonder you feel like you have no time. You have no energy. Your energy is swampy. Your boundaries are swampy. And what I hear from my clients all the time when they talk to me about something they're desiring, it's that I don't have the time for X, Y, Z, or, you know, I don't have the energy. And the truth of the matter is you absolutely have the time, but you're filling it with a bunch of things that aren't in alignment and aren't serving you. And the, every time that you do this, it's literally just diluting your energy. It's diluting your potency. It's diluting your vision. So today, more than ever, if you don't take any of these other codes, I want you to leave today and really look at your life and ask yourself, where am I playing this good girl role? Where am I playing out this good girl identity? And how can I begin to stop overgiving and overextending myself? Because your ability to let go of this good girl identity and to truly meet the authentic fabric of who you are is the same capacity that you're going to have to step into your mission, to step into your leadership and to really co-create the life that you are so desiring to have. Okay. And I really want you to get this because I didn't get this. Let me just say, I didn't get this. When I started my business, when I started working with clients, I wanted to be liked. I wanted my clients to, to like me, to pedestalize me. And at the expense that I betrayed myself, that I constantly was out of alignment. I constantly was overproducing. I constantly got to the point where I had no more juice. I had no more oomph in my cup, right? And it is honestly like your ability to be repelling that actually makes you magnetic. When you say no, right, your ability to say no makes your yes so much more powerful and so much more delicious. When you stop trying to be the people pleaser and you become so deeply rooted in your power, right? Can you feel the difference? It's like having a needy boyfriend versus like the guy who doesn't know you exist, right? It's like, which one are you more drawn to? Which one do you want their attention more of? Which one do you want more access to? The same thing goes with your feminine energy. The same thing goes with your leadership. You have to stop being the yes girl. You have to stop being the good girl. And maybe a question for you to journal on is that 
If I wasn't trying to be the people pleaser, if I wasn't trying to be the good girl, who would I be? Then who am I? So today I want you to make this intention to release this good girl from your identity, release her from your business, release her from your relationships and really meet the truth of who you are. Okay. So next I want to move into the sister wound and God, this one is probably just as big, if not just as important. And right now, what I see is that there are so many women still operating from their sister wounds. Okay. And if it's not just with their fellow women, it's in their business. Okay. It's this massive pattern and I'll say toxic pattern where women are completely against our fellow sisters, right? That we have this complete, just nasty relationship with our fellow women, where we feel like they're a competition, where we're comparing ourselves up, where we're sizing ourselves up, where we're trying to be exactly like them, right? Like it's not authentic. Okay. And for centuries, for centuries, we have been pegged against other women. And the true feminine energy is all about connection, collaboration, and communion with our fellow sisters. Before the rise of the patriarchy, it was like this tribalistic, synergistic atmosphere where we supported another. We swapped with each other, where each of us were bringing this uniqueness, our gifts, our power to the room, and it was celebrated. It was welcomed. Where now it's like we see other powerful women. We see women who are magnetic. We see women who are just absolutely in the radiance. And we take this as a threat. We make this dangerous because in our mind, it's like we're operating such from these scarcity and survival templates that we see it as a threat. Like they're trying to take something. It's like, she can't be powerful and I can't be powerful. And if she's a coach, then I can't be a coach. And it's this constant comparison and competition that keeps us away from truly having deep connections and deep relationship with our fellow sisters. It's this you versus me mentality that we're just constantly at war with our fellow sisters and believing that in order for us to be successful, that's like, we have to be the only one, right? We have to be the best. There is only one, right? And truthfully, it's like, we're missing this whole like synarchy of sisterhood where it's like, we're all at the table and we all have this equal power, but different fire. Like the true feminine, I can't beat this in the head enough is about synergy. It is about synergy with our fellow sisters. It's really when we get to come together in connection, in collaboration, that when we do this, it actually awakens and activates different parts of ourselves and our genius. It's like our fellow sisters are actually holding these different key codes and gifts for us, but we're so busy being at war with them that we're not able to receive the magic and the blessing that we have with our fellow women. Okay. 
So it's like, we have to let go of this idea that we have to be the same and coming back home and honoring like what makes us unique. Every woman in this room, every woman who's sitting here right now holds a unique energetic blueprint, an essence, an expression, and how each of us rise and how we come together in this tribal way, there's room for all of us, right? There's room for all of us to be in our power, to be different and to be deeply connected in support of one another. Like if you look at nature, okay, nature craves diversity. Look at all the different flowers. Look at all the different trees. Look at all the different plants. Look at all the different birds. Look, you get where I'm going with this. Okay. Rose and comparing and being in competition because they can't, right? They're two completely different blueprints. They're two completely different energetic signatures. And they're both absolutely amazing. They're both absolutely incredible. They're both absolutely powerful. The same goes with our fellow women. When we stop trying to size ourselves to be the same, right? To be in competition, to be in comparison, and we fall back into what makes us unique, we change our relationship with women and we change our relationship with our power, with our fire, okay? Imagine if... Instead of constantly being pegged against one another and, you know, constantly just, you know, feeling like we need to be at war or these boss bitches who do everything alone. What would happen if we truly came together to celebrate, to support, to call each other up? What kind of experience reality do you feel like we could create? What kind of collaborations do you think that we would be able to create and be a part of, of each of us came to the room with this understanding that we're all welcome, that we're all special, that we're all unique, that we're all powerful, and that we're all welcomed in the room. Okay. Because I can't be the best at everything. You can't be the best at everything, but you do have those few one, two, three, whatever things that is your domain. And what if I came to you and you brought your gifts and I brought my gifts and we put them together and we created something epic. Imagine what that would be like for you, for me, for us, right? No one can be you. That is literally your superpower. But when you're so busy trying to size yourself up to your fellow sisters, right? You miss the magic that is you. You miss the uniqueness, which makes you magnetic. You can't be magnetic running someone else's template or blueprint. You can't be magnetic trying to fit into molds that were truly never yours to fit into, right? Your magnetism and your power as a woman comes from you awakening your muse, comes from you awakening your unique energetic signer, your energetic blueprint that only you can be, okay? We were never meant to be these just like, independent boss bitches. That is not the true fabric of the feminine, of the sacred feminine. This, you know, hyper independence where we're trying to do everything on our own. And I'm not saying that that paradigm doesn't work or it doesn't work to a certain point because we see a lot of people who maybe have created their businesses this way, but it can only take you so far. 
And if you're truly wanting to own the full capacity and potency of your feminine power, it comes from you changing your relationships with your fellow sisters. When we come back together in connection, in communion, in collaboration, okay? Like I cannot beat this nail in the head. And this is why I'm such a strong advocate for women only spaces, right? Where we get to change our relationship with being seen, creating connections, receiving support. This is like my domain with women. And something magical happens when you immerse yourself in these communities, in these rooms, in these relationships with women who truly want to see you win. Have you had women in your life that truly want to see you win? It's pretty far and few between. For me, till I was probably 30, 29, I never had women in my life that really wanted me to win. And God, it, like I'm getting teary-eyed talking about this. Like now I have women in my life who literally call me up, who hold mirrors up for me, who remind me of my greatness, who remind me of my power. And like that is exactly what I want for you. For every woman in this room, I want you to be reminded of your divinity, of your fire, of your power, and to have women who literally invite more of it, right? Who welcome it, who help you rise in it, okay? And you get to be that pillar for fellow women too. But first, it comes from really healing this wound, okay? And I think that, you know, why we're so afraid to really own our power and own our fire and own our uniqueness is because for many of the women in this room, you are a trailblazer. You are a blueprint changer. You are a leader. And the way that you're going to run your energy and the way that you're going to run your business isn't going to be a way that you've seen before. And I think that we try so hard to How do I put this? Like we try so hard to just replicate and duplicate what we've seen before because we're so afraid of being seen in our power. We're so afraid that it's going to be rejected, that we're going to receive the judgment. And that's why we take on these molds and these templates and these blueprints that really aren't our own because we're like, well, she did it this way and she was successful. So if I do it this way, then it will work for me. But that's not how feminine leadership or power works. And it's like, if you're so worried about trying to do it like you've done, like you've seen it before, you're going to miss the magic. You're going to miss the magnetism. You're going to miss the unique artistry of your soul. Okay. And you have to be brave and courageous enough to follow that in you, that fire, that desire, that part of you that's pulling and nudging you because that is the template that is the mold that you and only you can be right so much about being a feminine leader is about being this lighthouse right being the change maker being the catalyst and this can only happen when you fully own who you truly are that uniqueness, that otherness, that part of you that you're so ashamed of, that part of you is literally your medicine, right? And maybe some of you are familiar with the witch wound, 
because what's coming to mind as I'm talking about this, it's like unlocking that witch wound where we're so afraid to be seen in our power and our gifts and our otherness and our uniqueness. Can you relate to that? And that's why I see so many of us just copy and pasting and just regurgitating the same shit that this person said and this person said and this person said. We're missing the authenticity. We're missing the essence. We're missing the muse in our work. And when you can become so deeply rooted and embodied in, in your muse, in your energy, you literally like become this pillar of light. You become this lighthouse for your people to find you. It literally pulls people in and magnetizes opportunities, relationships, experiences that only are a match for you. Okay. But when you're so busy trying to be like something else, like your fellow sister, sis, you miss everything that's a match for you because you're not operating in your power. You're not operating in your authentic expression. Okay. Excuse me. Something I really want you guys to understand about visibility, because I feel that the biggest fear for us, for us woo-woo, for us magical, for us just absolutely incredible women to really step into our leadership, the biggest thing I see is the sphere of being seen, right? It's that witch wound again. And the thing about visibility, you guys, is that like you can't pick and choose, you can't just choose to be visible and receive the good comments and the likes and the high fives and the hearts and the kisses and the flowers, right? Whatever that is. So visibility is just visibility. In the universe, there is no good visibility, bad visibility, right or wrong. Everything just is. We are the ones that literally give meaning to everything. We give meaning to everything. That's our human nature. But you have to be willing to stand in your power to receive the less desirable comments or perspectives or people who go against you and aren't a yes for you. Okay. Because it is actually like your ability to receive the bad or what you perceive as bad and negative comments. It's your same capacity to receive those and to receive the good that expands your capacity to be visible in general right? How can you be so in your power, so in your mission, so in your expression that you don't care whether it's good or bad, right? You're not letting the good mean you're better. You're not letting the bad mean that you're worse. You're just allowing yourself to be seen fully in your expression, fully in your power. And it's like, the more that you can receive the things that you perceive as less negative and you make them mean nothing about you, it almost just expands the potency. It expands the capacity for you to be in your leadership. And I really want you to have this land that somebody else's rejection, judgment, perception of you is literally none of your business. And it means nothing about you. It means nothing about you. This all comes back to how can I hold power in my body? How can I allow myself to be seen? And what I've really come to is like, this all comes from you becoming so rooted in your power. This is why I'm so big about redefining and changing women's relationship with their power. Because when you stop wobbling in your power, nobody can tell you shit. Nobody can tell you shit about yourself, about your work, 
about your mission, about your beliefs, right? It doesn't matter because it's such an embodied expression and such an embodied knowing that you don't let those things come to you. And like a little side tidbit, it's like people's words, people's beliefs, people's whatever, they cannot energy energetically, excuse me, affect you unless there's a part of you that believes it's true, right? So it's like, how can you really begin to see yourself and become so rooted in the embodiment of your essence in your power that you become unshakable? Because you don't become powerful from outsourcing it to other people, from needing validation, from needing the likes, from needing like the pat on the back. The true power shifts when you are fully calibrated and embodied in this first. When you honor yourself, when you value yourself, when you value your work, who you're being, what you have to offer, it all starts with you. This is literally how you change the power. This is literally how you change your magnetism. Kind of coming back to the top when I was talking about the good girl, when you are willing to be repelling, right? When you're willing to say, nope, this is who I am. This is, you know, what I believe. This is who I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to do it. Like that's when the power shifts. Because if you're constantly in this good girl identity, if you're constantly in the people pleaser, if you're constantly waiting for someone to tell you you're good enough, you're never going to meet your power. If you're constantly waiting for someone to tell you you're good enough, you're never going to meet your power. You're never going to meet yourself. You're never going to meet that inner, just most deepest part of your soul, your muse, your feminine essence, that unique artistry that you're here to bring. And you're never going to step into the full capacity and range that your feminine has to offer. Okay. You have to be brave enough to do it your own way. You have to be brave enough to really go into the deepest parts of who you are. Your uniqueness, your otherness, your too muchness, right? When you really meet that part of yourself, when you really begin to honor that, when you really allow yourself to bring more of that into your relationships, into your work, into your messaging with your clients, into your business, like whatever it is, the key to your feminine leadership comes from unlocking the deepest part of your soul, which I call your muse. It is the deepest fabric woven in your soul. It is that part of you that is one of one that no one in the world can duplicate, can replicate, can be. It is that unique energetic signature that you came here to embody and express in the world. And I promise you, when you are in alignment with that, when you are moving from this place, when you are being true to that, when you're honoring that, everything in your life will begin to shift. Your magnetism, your money, right? Your opportunities, the love, everything comes from you coming home to yourself. When you stop trying to be the good girl, when you stop trying to be the people pleaser, when you stop being this hyper independent, you know, woman who feels like she has to do everything alone, who feels like you can't connect or have relationship with your fellow women, right? 
who really begins to redefine her relationship with her power, who really allows herself to be seen in the magic and the majesty that is you. That is literally the key to unlocking your feminine leadership. When you realize that you are one of one, when you realize that you don't have to do it alone, and when you start welcoming that part of you and allowing it to be seen, when you bring it to your life, sis, there's your leadership. And the beauty about this is, is that it all starts with you. It all starts with you redefining and changing your relationship with your power, with your essence, with your expression, when you really recalibrate to the full capacity and potency of your feminine, of your muse. And today, this is my invitation to all of you brave women who are here, who are in this room, who are jiving with me, who are feeling this, babe, this is for you. You're being called to your next level of leadership, of expression. And now is the time to rise. Now is the time to rise. So oh, I'm just going to let that land. I'm going to check the, the chat. Just see how you guys are jiving with me. Mm, yeah. Yes. Now is the time. So glad you're here today. I'm so glad you're here today too. Oh, she's saying, I so needed this conversation today. Thank you. You're welcome, queen. You're welcome, queen. I'm calling all of you up right now. I'm calling all of you up into the deepest part of your feminine expression, that wild women, that part of you that's too much, that part of you that you feel like is not enough, that part of you that is that absolute edge, that part of you that's been whispering, you know, inviting you to go deeper, that primal pull in you. It's time to awaken her. It's time to unleash her. It's time to embody her. And for those women in the room who are feeling that fuck yes in your body, who are feeling like this is me, this is me, this is me, then I'm going to invite you to follow that calling. I'm going to invite you to honor your muse, to honor that feminine part of you who knows she is being called into more. And right now I'm going to open three spaces for my private one-on-one -on -one feminine mentorship where I will go deep with you, where we're going to get intimate, we're going to get juicy, we're going to get wild into your body, into your unique feminine energy, your energetic signature, your somatic experience to really help you unlock that next level for you. Because your feminine power starts in the body. It starts in the descension. And being a priestess, this is my domain. I help women redefine their relationship with their power. I help women unlock their magic, unlock their medicine, and truly find the courage to embody and bring that all into their life. So if this is you, I'm going to invite you to apply for my private one-on-one -on -one mentorship. And I also am going to be opening my community emergence where we dive deep into conversations like this. We mastermind with fellow trailblazers, visionaries, priestess, healers, where we really get to come together in connection, in communion, in just absolute celebration of each other and rise together. 
more than ever, we are seeing this massive revival, this massive resurrection of our feminine energy, of our feminine codes. And now is the time. If you are here, get into the room, get into the space with me because I am bringing you all with me. So I hope that you take this. I hope this lands and I can't wait to connect with more of you in my mastermind, in my private vortex. So if you know you're being called, if you feel this in your heart and your body, I will post the links for you. I will send them out for you and we will talk soon. Now's the time, sis. Meet your muse. Thank you so much for joining me today for another juicy episode of Shadow Priestess Embodied. I absolutely love diving in and having these conversations with you all. If this is an episode that you found intriguing, that you found some nuggets in, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe and follow me so you can be present for all of the upcoming transmissions, activations, and downloads that I'll be bringing to our community. Have an absolutely magical day, and I'll see you soon.